I'm not leaving and you can't make me. <laughs> Hello and welcome to A Sideways Life. This is episode 74 and I'm Al. I'm Leanne. And we're here to talk to you about living and working abroad, as you probably know by now, but specifically living and working abroad in Split, which is in Croatia. And that's where we are right now, Leanne, isn't it? It is. We should maybe mention, because I think at the end of the last episode, we talked about how we're going to cover the top three visas for Europe. Did we say that? We did say that, but there's a good reason for why we're not. Mm -hmm. And that is we've managed to secure an interview with one of the biggest expert people in Croatia about visas, about everything to do with Croatia, but visas especially. Um, so we thought we'd save we'd save that discussion until we can get that interview in the diary um, and then we'll, we'll try and do some other stuff around that as well. And that's uh, Sarah Dyson. Yes, Sarah Dyson at Expat in Croatia. Well, it's funny if you, if you Google anything to do with Croatia in terms of expat or digital nomad, her site will always come up as like one, two, three. I remember we, we got the similar, the equivalent guy in Portugal, James Cave, um, who basically owns the search engine results page for Portugal. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so that's really cool. So we're looking forward to that. So today we're going to be talking to you about Split and it's quite... Prestient that we're talking because tomorrow we leave Split for three months. I'm not leaving and you can't make me. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I'm not making well, I can't I can't make you, but our visa or the government can. <laughs> the government the government might have something to say about it. So maybe that's the that's the first thing we need before we go into where Split is. And in fact, no, let's come back to that. Let's come back to why Should we, we could... circle back to that. Should oh, we put God. put a pin in that and we'll circle back to You're it? Such a wanker. <laughs> you started it. <laughs> So let's talk Let's talk instead of for those people who have never heard of Split or maybe you've just seen it and thought, is that really the name of it? Um, then should we start off? In fact, do you know why it's called Split? No, why is it called Split? It's after a flower, apparently. Oh. There's this flower called Splatonis Macalanis. It's I don't know, it's a Greek name, but so that's apparently where they think it came from. Oh, very good. Good bit of trivia there, huh? Yeah. So where is Split? So Split is in Croatia. Uh, Croatia is one of the countries in the Balkans. It is very near to Italy. It is bordered by Slovenia, um, Serbia, Hungary, Montenegro. And the Adriatic Sea. And the Adriatic Sea. Yes, and if anyone is a long-term listener and you used to enjoy Leanne's fat joys in the early episodes, oh, yeah. here are some for you. Love it. So, split population, 161,000-ish within the city. Um, it is the second biggest city in Croatia, second only to Zagreb, which is the capital, but it is the largest Croatian city on the coast. Mm -hmm. and the third being Rijeka, which is not nearly as pretty as split. Sorry, Rijeka. No, um, so yes, it is in a very beautiful position. Um, weather is typically continental, cool, wet winters, warm, dry summers, um, temperatures. I don't know. I don't have that information to hand, but if I had to guess, averages, maybe 25, 26 in the summer, and maybe like 10, 8, 10 in the winter. I think we did look it look that up actually when we uh, when we looked at comparing we had a we had a split versus Portugal drunken night one night where Portugal was on the on the table of where we we're going to go and we realised that actually the weather is almost exactly the same slightly more humid 
um, and slightly wetter in split. Um, but yeah, generally sort of like highs of, well, average of 25. In the summer, you might be hitting sort of mid-30s, occasionally a 40, but mainly a sort of early 30s. Um, and nice lows of sort of 23, 24, which is very, very nice indeed. Um, I'm, I'm have to be honest, because I think that my favourite part around here is May, um, because it's just, it's just, it just feels lovely. But you go outside and it's not too hot. Um, it's The sun is just beautiful. There's a nice cool breeze. So you just don't get too hot. Um, and I just, I thought it was lovely, May. It's great. And also the tourists aren't here yet. Well, they've just arrived this week. They're coming for you. <laughs> what were we chatting to? Um, I think when we spent Croatia, uh, we spent, sorry, we spent Croatia, we spent summer 2020 in Croatia and kind of peak pandemic. And um, we were chatting to one of the, um, like the hotel owners, like, oh, yeah, how's your season going? What's this? And he was like, the tourists are always coming. <laughs> the German tourists in particular are always coming. Um, so, yeah, if you're here in summer, it is going to be tourist town. That's just the way it is. It's on the coast. Of course it is. Um, but, yeah, those shoulder months are really quite beautiful, aren't they? Uh, we've been in split for April and May, and it's just been just stunning. It is. And just in terms of um, the actual sort of architecture of going, there's, there's kind of the main part of Split, which is the, the, the sort of the port, something called the Riva, which is the sort of um, promenade bit. Um, I, I met a couple of lads um, just randomly and we went for a beer down there and we ended up, we, I think we had six beers each. And he had a couple of, um, he had a couple of Jack Daniels and they tried to charge us 200 and something euros when it should have been more like about 100 euros, maybe at a push, maybe 80. Um, cheeky. Cheeky. And they basically put on, rather than a 5% tip, they put on a 30% tip. So just be aware of that. It is tourist town. You will pay tourist prices and you will potentially get ripped off. But. Potentially. Potentially. But if you just take a few steps and go further into the old town, there's some lovely bars, um, some great restaurants. Uh, we've never had any problem down there. Um, and just further out, like we, are we talking about areas now? Well, yes, let's talk about areas. Because we've been to several different areas. Um, one about uh, maybe six kilometres, five, six kilometres from the centre of Split. Um, and I forget what it's called. Visoka. Visoka. And it's near the... Visnotter. <laughs> yeah, we did not like that. Um, that was not a great area for us. Um, it was near the city of... Mo uh, what's it called? The Mall Split City Mall? Yeah, Split City Mall or something. Something like that. There's, there's two main malls. Mall Joker. of Split, I don't know. Yeah, the Joker and that one. Um, and so for us, that was not a great area. Uh, we looked at lots of different areas. Um, the town centre, we looked at one apartment where he wanted €50,000 for the year. Lol. Yeah, no chance that was going to happen. Um, excuse me. And then we found this place called Feruli, which is near Bacivici Beach. It is made by, by the hospital. Maybe 20-minute walk from the town. Yeah, about that, about that. I mean, if you... I've got... Um, I'll, let me get in the map. So I've got the map of Split Up and you'll see it's kind of, it's like a peninsula. It's like a horizontal peninsula, kind of the, the main kind of city centre of, of Split and the surrounding um, areas. And I mean, I think it's if you're coming for a short break, then I think Old Town is the only real place to consider because you want to be near to everything you want to be looking around you want to be easy access short being like two or three days yeah like a long weekend and the the city center the old town really is as beautiful as it reputation kind of suggests it is stunning and on a sunny day it is just it honestly takes your breath away it, mm. it made me a bit emotional the first day that we were in split mm -hmm. 
because um, it is just stunning. So I think, yeah, short trips, old town, or if you're perhaps wanting to get a bit more into the nomad scene, if maybe you're single or a young couple with, you know, party on your mind, uh, then the old town might be a good choice as well. If you have a car, if you're driving, parking is a problem. It's mm-hmm. nice to you. Um, so, yes, that's something to bear in mind. So if, you, if, you're, if you're in the map with me, mm-hmm. go on, I'll give you a second. Google it. Split. S-P-L-I-T. Yes, split Croatia. <laughs> Got it? Okay, great. So you'll see. You're such an idiot. <laughs> so you'll see it's like this horizontal peninsula. So you've got the kind of split old town, kind of, yeah, slightly in the middle, slight to left. You're going to then see this green bit, which is called Varosh. Um, Varosh is really pretty, isn't it? It kind of has a lot of, um, it has a couple of ports on there, and it has this massive like park thing, which is all pedestrianized that is lovely for dog walks and the like um so i think varosh is a pretty good area isn't it if you want to be close to the center but maybe have a little bit more greenery mm-hmm. and then Feruli is um sort of where we are right now by the hospital um i think the only we are one row back from the beach um and bear in mind it's a pebble beach although bachvici is sand but um it's most of croatia's coastline is pebble um, but it's absolutely beautiful. And you like you, you walk out in the morning, we go for a dog walk, and I still can't believe that you look out, you look out across the sea and see the mountains of further down, sort of Imotski and that kind of thing, just in the distance. And then you see Brach, the island, it's only 20 kilometers away. And oh, it's just stunning. So for really, for me, is the place. Varosh is definitely a good place to look at. These are obviously a little bit more expensive. If you look, if you really are on a budget, then maybe the the Mall of Split. If you're looking for longer term, you can get stuff for three hundred and fifty euros up there. But you will be kind of high rise, one bed apartments. Whereas for Ruli, the prices. Are we on to the prices yet? Not quite. No, and I think it's yeah, it is. It is. You can get some very very affordable places in in Vizoka, But as we said, there's an area. It's not. We didn't particularly enjoy it as an area, and we've spoken to other people since who explored that area and agreed with us. So. Yeah, I mean, I think if, if you're looking for kind of something a bit quieter, beachy, um, Frulé is a bit more pricey because it's close to the town. Check out a place called Jnian, which is Z with a little hat, N-J-A-N. Um, there's lots of new builds around there, lots of Airbnbs, really beautiful beaches. Um, it's 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 under development, isn't it, Jnian? Like, there's lots done, but there's lots that needs to be done as well. So it's not quite as polished as like your Frulé or Bacvice. But it's great, and particularly if you have a dog. Brilliant. So many dogs around there. We actually spoke to somebody, and they gave us a really good tip, didn't they? Remember the lady that you met in the dog park? And there's a road called... Let me just let me just get my map again. Just literally like an old woman looking at the map. Polyichka Sesta mm. is the kind of the main road that runs kind of into split. Parallel with the beach, with the sea. Yeah, parallel with the sea. And she kind of said, was there anything under that? It's fine. It's generally cool. It's great. Anything above that can be a bit more hit and miss. So general rule of thumb, stay under that that main road um, and you'll probably be all right. So I think the if you're listening, you're going, well, how many places are you going to tell us? Well, our our favorite is Firuli, F-I-R-U-L-E. The next sort of district along is called Bacvice. I'm sorry, that's probably not the right way you say it, but it's B-A-C-V-I-C-E. And you'll see it's literally the next bit along. And then uh, Varosh, which is Varos with the S with, it, with a little hat on it, is the other third place. So those are our top recommendations if you're looking for a longer term place in Split. 
Yes. And so let's talk about prices. So we'll tell you what we paid for our Airbnb for two weeks. <laughs> Do we have to talk about it? For every week, whether we're in we're in split because we're in short term, so we did Airbnb. So we did five weeks in one place and two in another. Um, and we, I'm sorry, that's my phone. That's proper old school noise. That wasn't it. Do you remember that? And like, oh, someone's getting a message. And they go. If you are under thirty, you won't probably get that. But yeah, apparently that little noise you hear is Morse code for SMS. Really? Yeah, and that's like the network going, there's a short message service, SMS. Another great bit of trivia, Al. You're on fire today. I know, I know. So those are the three areas. In terms of pricing, uh, we paid about the same for um, Visoka, which was horrible, um, and for Rulin, roughly about the same, which is about £900 a week, is it? No, about 500 a week. Is it only 500 a week? Well, we've only paid 500 to be here. We've been here for two weeks, so we paid 1000 to be here for two weeks. Ah, okay. Um, but we found out that the we found a guy who was wandering around who lives here. He's Australian, um, and he said that uh, he pays nine hundred and fifty euro for. Now we've got a one bed here, one bed garden apartment, which is garden is a polite way of saying in the basement. <laughs> it's not really the basement. It's just that we've got a little garden outside. It's lovely, but we are, we only have one sh- one set of windows in the whole in the whole building. Um, so his two bed is about nine hundred and fifty euros a month. Um, so. Our, we've always said that if you look on Airbnb, roughly what they charge a week is roughly what you'll, charge, you'll pay a month all year round. I mean, that doesn't really apply yeah. to winter, sorry, but just sort of spring, summer, what they're charging. Not August. Forget August because August is always ridiculously expensive on Airbnb. But roughly, if you look at June, how much they want for a week is roughly what you'll pay a month. Yeah, and that does seem to have worked here. It's worked in Spain. So, it's, yeah, a rough kind of thing then. Yeah, that's the thing. Airbnb is expensive in Croatia. It's in general, it's particularly expensive in split. Um, it's not a very cost-effective way of doing it. So if you're here longer, um, then I would suggest definitely getting what we had. Look back to the other episode of the day. Boots on the ground. Talk to people and get to the agents. Talk to locals. Um, yeah, short stay. No, we can we can we can budget for that. But long term, you, you need to be going local. There's a great, um, if you're from the UK, think um, sort of Exchange Mart. No, not Exchange Mart. What's the, what's the um, marketplace now? eBay. Um, there's uh, eBay. Um, then there's something kind of equivalent over here called, I'm sorry for Croatian speakers, I'm going to butcher this, Nuashkalo. Nuashkalo. Spell it. N-J-U-S and then K-A-L-O. Nuashkalo. Is that the same site we found our mm-hmm. Istria home on as well? Cool. Now, bear in mind this is all in Croatian, so I recommend you use Chrome, where you can uh, where you can translate the screen or translate the web page into English. Um, but we found our first place on there, and it was um, I think we told you before it was on for quite a bit more than we paid for it. Um, so just look around, and you'll find hopefully you'll find somewhere decent in Feruli or the area you want to be on on that website. Yeah, and I think in terms of areas as well, what what What's really nice about Split is somewhere to be is it, it's quite a good place to explore kind of Dalmatia from as well, particularly if you're interested in the islands. Um, I think we've we've talked. I think we've had episodes before dedicated to Bratch. We've talked about Korchla before. Uh, we spent a bit of time in Havar. Um, it's a very different pace of life, but it is beautiful. And there's so many direct ferries and car ferries from Split, so it's a really good, really good place to explore the uh, Dalmatian islands from as well. 
definitely. So you can probably tell by now that we are in love with Split. We will be coming back in September for. I'm anybody. not leaving. You can't make me. <laughs> um, we will be coming back in September, um, and uh, we'll be looking in Faruli as the area I think that we'll be looking at. So, what else have we got to talk about in Split? So we, we one of our talking points was culture. Mm. Do you and you put that one down? Do you mean like culture, like? potential culture shock or what generally it's like or i think mainly just like what is it like living in split so we can compare it to for example if you want to live in zagreb that is very city like uh if you're if you've ever lived in a, a, a city like manchester it's kind of similar there's lots of things going on it's quite whereas the dalmatian sort of um lifestyle or culture is very much more, much more relaxed um, they're canny when it comes to business and they know that their, their business is tourism and they also know they've only got about 20 weeks a year where they can really make some dollar. Uh, so you will see things happening, popping up in um, um, for the tourists. But in terms of the actual culture, it seems very much that very Mediterranean people will go and have coffees in the morning. They might sit there and and that's the other thing which is weird is that you can you can order one coffee for about 12 kuna, which is about one pound, one pound 30, maybe about one euro 50. Um, and you can sit there all day, well, not all day, but you can sit there for like two hours with that one coffee on the beach, reading your book or checking your emails or whatever. And you do see a lot of people doing that. Um, there's a lot of dogs that we've seen, which tend to disappear around August just because of the tourists. They're not allowed, not really allowed on the beach anytime, but in, everyone ignores that. And then in August, they're not allowed on the beach. But the culture generally is very laid back, I think. Would you agree? Yeah, I would. It is very laid back. I'm not sure it's quite as laid back as if you've ever spent time in Andalusia. Mm. It's not quite a manana situation. It's a bit more hustle than that. But I think it's it seems quite balanced. And if there is kind of a tilt, it goes to more towards life than work. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, and I think as well, it seems very kid-friendly. We don't have kids, so I don't know, but I see a lot of them around and they look fine. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sure it's kid-friendly. Um, yeah, and in terms of nomad scene, the nomad scene here is active. Um, nomad split uh, group on Facebook is brilliant. You get lots of different tips in there. There's loads of meetups, loads of things going on. Um, yeah, I think we've mentioned before, there's co-working spaces that do regular events. Um, I think one in particular that we went to, let me just get it up. There is a post on Instagram, by the way. If you don't follow us on Instagram, rude, go. Um, but there is a post on there where we talked about other things. Um, but yeah, in terms of the co-working spaces, uh, Smart Space, um, which is in the old town, has loads of really great events that we met a couple of people at. Um, and there's also another new co-working place called Scale Up Office, which is worth checking out. If you're into football, then you'll know that Croatia is big on football, mad on football, and there's some really decent players that have probably, I think there's some in the Premier League, isn't there? They've come from Croatia. Oh, yeah, and in the um, La Liga as well, some great players. Uh, so you'll see there's a local split team when you'll see, if you don't know what that's called, then I'm not going to tell you because you the second you arrive in split, you'll see it spray painted on someone's wall, on a wall somewhere. Um, and, um, and also it's got the oldest cathedral, the oldest cathedral in the world, the oldest Catholic cathedral in the world. In the in that palace, which is, uh, I never know how to say it, Dios Diocletian's palace. Is that right? 
Sure, let's say yes. Yeah, that's the um, one where, where they preserve. And also, the other fun fact about Diocletian's Palace is that there was a lot of artifacts and from Roman times preserved because it was preserved in shit. Because they used to put, they that, that was basically the sewer was under it. And so they just t- toss all their business down there. And so there's lots of things that are preserved in shit. So I don't, I wouldn't want to be the, um, uh, be the archaeologist had to dig that out. But um, yeah, interesting fact. Yeah, and really worth doing a walking tour as well. I can't remember the name of the company that we use, but I think if you just Google like free walking tour split, it'll come up. Um, and the usual thing with free walking tours, it's free, but you give you know, a generous tip at the end. Um, so yeah, really worth doing. It's about an hour and a half and showed you all the, the good sites. Um, and I think the cool thing about the the old town as well is it is very, um, like Sundays are a big thing, isn't it? I'm sure again, because it's a Catholic country, it's similar in Spain, but Sundays are a thing. People dress up, people promenade. Um, yeah, it's just a really nice place to sit, have a bit of lunch. Um, and as well, it, it's what's nice about it. It is a tourist city, but it's also a working city. So some really great markets. The fish market is really cool. Green market, which is like the big vegetable and flower market is great. And um, that's one of my favorite dates was was kind of spending the time wandering around there. Um yeah, it's it's just it's just a really cool city. I just love it. I just love it. I can't leave and you can't make me. No, I can't leave. I have to leave. Whatever. I think you've said it enough. I'm getting grumpy now. <laughs> so what else we got on our on our little uh, little note list? Um food. Mm. Mm-hmm. We're coming food. from Istria. Coming from Istria where um it's it's much more it's 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 very close to Italy, at the border to Italy, only like sort of sixty kilometers away. Then the, the food does tend to be quite Italian. It's either pizza, pasta, or ciabatti. It's kind of like your only <laughs> options, really. I mean, that's that's unfair to Istria because there's some great places like that. Um, agro-tourism place that we went to was fantastic, and there is some. But predominantly, you go to your local bar, and you don't need to see the menu because you know what it is. Whereas Split, I mean. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think what Istria is amazing for is like produce. Mm -hmm. Like you can buy the most amazing produce and you can go and have the, the... the, the little canobas that like family-run restaurants and have just really simple dishes that are done really, really beautifully well. Things like truffle pasta and um, just grilled fish and things like that are really, really great. But in terms of like fusion or gastronomy or that type of thing it is quite traditional in Istria whereas Split does seem to be a bit more contemporary and a bit more playful with their food um so you will see restaurants like um Artichok is one of our favorites um that just kind of take Croatian food but given a bit more of a modern twist or a bit of an Asian twist I'll do a bit of fusion things and yeah the best some of the best food Zagreb included actually for me we've had some of the best food in Croatia and Split Absolutely. And wines. I mean, Istria is famous for wines, but they tend to be, a lot of them are Malvasia grape, which is lovely, really fresh, lovely wine that you want to be drinking in the sun. Um, There's a lot more red around here, around Dalmatia, particularly from the islands. But if you like white, then Cortula has the Poship grape, which is very famous and really, really nice. We were in Cortula five weeks ago. Mm -hmm. 
and tried it. We, we tried. We wanted it. We tried lots of different projects. They were great. Um, there is the Grashevina. There's lots of different white wines over here, which are fantastic. Um, so someone got an email. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the, the lack of professionalism shocks me. Sorry, just turned my phone over. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right, and I think yeah, the, the wines are great anywhere in Croatia. You're going to have great wine. Um, but yeah, in terms of of food, I think as well. I'm not sure whether it's just the there's more kind of a youth culture perhaps in Split than there is in Istria. Um, so even place like there's a great restaurant called Bocaria that we've been to a couple of times. Um, great food. But also on a Saturday night, like Friday night, Saturday night, they have like like a DJ in the in the restaurant. And it's not like really loud, but it has a bit more of an atmosphere to it. It feels very kind of like urban and cool, doesn't it? Um, whereas it's a bit more kind of quaint and cute in Istria. So it's... Yeah, we, we've talked to you before on the podcast that we kind of tried, wanted to try Split because we were lacking that kind of bit more business and that bit more hustle and, and energy. And I think we've certainly found that in Split. Definitely, definitely. I mean, so let's just think about the people who would really enjoy Split. Um, people who are maybe our age, um, which is Leanne's 31, I think. I'm 37, but thank you. <laughs> and I'm 45. Uh, so if you're the sort of expats, then varied. Yes, there's plenty to be going on. It's um, There's lots of parties and stuff, which obviously we're, we're in bed before. before <laughs> Such a, are you going to tell the story, aren't you, of the, of the neighbours oh. upstairs? So last weekend, because there's the apartment block we live in we're guessing there's a couple of airbnb so these i didn't actually ever lay eyes on them but i assume they were kids because they sounded noisy um but yeah just i don't when know you say kids you mean like, like 18, 20, 20 yeah early 20s um sounded like there was a shed load of them but there might have only been four but yeah girls boys party music loud drinks chatting singing and it's sweet you know it's a saturday night you're like whatever have a good time i remember those days and it was glorious um and then i was i was sat having just a little nightcap as someone would say um and it just went quiet like just dead quiet I looked at my watch, it was like quarter to 11. How respectful. Isn't that lovely? Then what beautiful manners these young people have. It was only when I was walking to bed on a Saturday night at 5 to 11 <laughs> that I was like, oh, fuck, they've gone out, haven't they? They've just gone out. They've just left their night. And I'm not sure if I've ever felt more disappointed in myself and more old than in that one moment. If there's any consolation, I was already in bed. I went to bed about half past 10 on a Saturday night because I was, yeah. So, um, um, so yeah, just bear in mind if you are living here for, so, in, sorry, I was, I was going down the route. So in terms of young people, we don't know, we can't tell you, we're, we're old, but it seems to be, we saw a big group of maybe sort of 25 year old lads today, about 15 of them sitting in a beach bar having a great time drinking Aperol. Um, so, um, uh, so there's clearly that there's lots of beach stuff. There's lots of nightlife, um, in, in town, but for people who are older, I think the only people it might not suit longer term, the people who like who want somewhere quiet and peaceful. Um, if, for example, you like to sit out at night and just hear, um, I want to say cicadillas, but that's um, Spanish, isn't it? But the grasshopper, the crickets, you want to hear those and nothing else, then this is not the place for you. Definitely go to Istria. Um, that'd be a great place. Or, maybe or one of the islands. I was going to say Ovar or maybe some place in Branch. Um, but yeah, in terms of, I, I think it would appeal to most people who are looking for something so lively. It's a city. I mean, you, you know, it's a city. So take from that what you will. So where are we up to next? So next, are we, we've covered, I think we've covered a lot of it now. 
we've talked where it is, we've talked weather, we've talked culture, we've talked food, we've talked areas and islands. We've also talked about the nomad scene. We talked about the cost of rent, mm-hmm. cost of other things. I find Croatia a bit unpredictable when it comes to costs. Like I'm never sure how much something is going to be. Um, food is is generally on the pricier side we've been places where it's been more expensive i found slovenia more expensive for food um like groceries type food um yeah give us an idea of say for example chicken or milk or something like that well no because i don't take notice of injured prices because i have so money um but in terms of weekly shop you're probably we're probably talking about i don't know 100 quid 150 quid um, whereas we've stayed in other places where it's been kind of, yeah, twenty thirty percent less than that. Um, but then at the same time, services are really cheap. Like taxis here are well, I'll 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 rephrase that. Ubers here and bolts are really cheap. Uh, when we were kind of out of town, it must have been what about a fifteen minute drive into town. I don't think we ever paid more than kind of five six pounds, mm-hmm. five six euros for a taxi in. From where we are now, it's like four euros to get into into town. Um, but the, if you take a taxi, yeah. though, we we were stuck in town because there's one thing to remember to bear in mind is if you're coming here to split and you have got the Uber app, is that Ubers aren't allowed in some part of the city centre. So where most of the taxi ranks are, Ubers aren't allowed. So you have to go to a little bit further out. So really, I mean, if you look for what's that pub called, the um, I always forget it. It's, Fabrique. It's Fabrique. So if you look for Fabrique um, on uh, on Google Maps, then you can get an Uber there, but you can't get it anywhere else in, not anywhere else, but most of the places in town. So we were absolutely throwing it down one night. We were drenched. The dog was drenched. We got in a taxi, like a normal taxi. And I watched him and he pressed the button. He pressed it like four times. But we got in there. I was like, oh, well, this is going to be pricey. And we got back and it was something like 30 quid, was it? Yeah. And on an Uber, it would cost about six for the same yeah. for the same journey and i did a similar thing when i was in the old town going back to where we were out of town i had those of shopping so i thought i'll just jump in a taxi i think that cost me about 20 quid yeah. um so yeah super expensive so do and i hate to say it because you know you think it'd be better to go with kind of an i know some people think it's better to not go with larger companies etc etc um but we've spoken to a lot of the taxi drivers that are ubers and they are local people and they are you know working hard and and they're very nice and lovely um so yeah, and then other services that blew my mind. I went for my hair done the other day, got my hair did. I had a half head of highlights, toner, a cut, and some kind of conditioning treatment. £64. Which to to us fellas sounds quite a lot of money, but... Oh, even in Spain, I don't think I can get that done for kind of less than €150. Euros. The UK is probably about the same. And I was in there for hours. It is such a good job. Um, yeah, services are really cheap here. So, I mean, I think you'll find that, I mean, just, just to give you an idea of just your everyday stuff. So, um, a beer, usually about 25 kuna, which is about three euros, two pound 80, maybe about $3. I would imagine they're almost, almost parity, isn't it? Between euro and dollar, euro and dollar at the moment. Um, if you want a glass of wine, then. About the same. Well, it depends because I was drinking wine. If you if you go to some of those sort of slightly more local places, I was drinking some really nice white white wine last night, two hundred milliliters, and it was 
I'm sure it was 20 kuna for 200 milliliters. That's good. Um, whereas we just paid 25 kuna for um, 187 liters, 187 milliliters or something. Um, so it does depend where you go, but generally speaking, you're going to be looking about sort of three euro beers for that's for a 500 milliliter Karlovačko or Ujosko, which are the local beers. Um, stick to the locals if you don't want to pay more because the imported stuff like Heineken would be would be more. Uh, coffee, about 12 kuna. Um, that will give you like a macchiato or something, maybe a bit more for cappuccino, maybe 14 kuna. Compare that to Istria, for example, it might be more like 7 or 8 kuna. And the Istrians are very particular about um, <laughs> about down here, down in Dalmatia. They're like, oh, it's so expensive because it is, you know, sort of 50 to 80% more for a coffee. Um, but we're not talking about massive money here. No, and in terms of eating out, you can go to a Konoba, which is like a family-run restaurant, an independent restaurant. There you can get a decent meal for two with a bottle of wine for somewhere between 40 and 50 pounds. Um, and then the the nice places that we've, we've mentioned, um, like Artichoke and Boccaria, we're probably not talking more than 100 pounds, 120 pounds for kind of two courses each, a nice bottle of wine, a cocktail, and a night out, really. It is an atmosphere. It is a... It's an event in these places, which I like. It's reminiscent of Spain. Dinner is an event. Definitely. So I think we are kind of coming to the end of it now. So what else do we need to say, Leah? Split's cool. It's ace. I love it. I can't wait to come back. Um, it just, for me, has the great balance of quietness, business, country, city, local, cosmopolitan. It all just, for me, it's just a really nice mishmash of the two yeah totally agree we've been to lots of places in Croatia and for me Split is number one um, absolutely love it devastated to be leaving tomorrow but we're back in three months the second we can get back in we'll be back in and it'll be exciting we've got some places to travel to over the next couple of weeks yeah back on the road summer in Spain and with cheeky yeah. nights in Luxembourg yeah that's a bit strange then we're going to Belgium and then probably northern Spain for a bit of wine and mm. yeah we'll tell you all about it so um, the the episodes might be a little bit sporadic over the next few days because or the next few weeks because we are travelling quite a lot but we'll get as much as done as we possibly can look after that interview with Sarah Dyson which is coming up very soon yeah and keep an eye on our Instagram if we're a podcast down there will be activity on there Absolutely. Right. So I think that's all that needs to be said. So if you're not following us on Instagram, go to Instagram, search for Sideways Life, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.